So I ended up losing the first three minutes of the podcast, but whatever. It's like you guys are always joining me in the middle of some rant in one way or another. So just the context of this is that I went to finishers with my girlfriend and uh, I was shouting her out. No, shouting out Hot Girl Grappling. But uh, stick around to the end of the episode to find out what the beef was that I had with John Battle actually going into this match. It's actually very funny. It was like from six years ago. I wonder if he even remembers. I wonder if it's even true. Yeah, I I took a ride out with my girlfriend uh, before uh, the event. The day before, we went out to go see um, Shane Gillis and Tim Dillon and Big J and Nick Mullen at, uh, I don't know, the Hershey Arena or something. It was it was fucking fun. I'm I'm really glad uh, I got to do that. I got to see all my uh, like those are just the podcasts I listen to, and it was just listening to like a more explicit version of like snippets of their podcast. It was nice, and it was funny being in an arena full of people that I definitely wasn't the demographic. I feel like I was like one. Uh, me and my girl were the only Spanish people. Here. Like I was walking around after, you know, the arena was letting out and it was just straight up people wearing like American flag bandanas, really like racist shirts or like ironic racism, like, or like not, or like not afraid to have like cartoon nudity on their shirts. I kind of felt like out of place, but in place all at once. It was funny. I'm like, are these my people? We were all laughing at the same jokes together. But yeah, um, I ended up going to there with my girlfriend. It was a a nice gift she got me. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, after that, uh, we ended up staying in a, in a hotel. Dude, so... I wanted to stay out there for finishers uh, because I didn't want to drive back and then have to drive to finishers. But like we ended up going to uh, like an inn. Like I just found the cheapest place I could find. And it was like a step up from a Motel 6. But uh, we go to an inn and they have like a banquet hall where they're having like the reception to a wedding or whatever. And uh, uh it was just a bunch of like it was it was a bunch of black dudes in fedoras. I haven't seen that in a minute. <laughs> the black dude in the fedora. They look like Big Smoke from uh Grand Theft Auto, dude. It was great. They were so friendly. They were doing their little two-step on the dance floor. Everyone's wearing really glittery clothing. It was a nice. It looked like a really nice occasion. I heard a couple people calling each other unk. I'm like, where am I? Is Pennsylvania is kind of like the South. Like there's like a weird, I don't know what the line is where it's like what's considered the South or what's considered the North. But it's like they have, they definitely have like accents out there or something. Water. Like, uh, yeah, but it was fun. It was crazy because they gave us a room and then, uh, my girlfriend's knocked out in the car the entire time. So I, I'm basically just walking back and forth. Like you have to drive around to go to another building to to get to your room. And I had to drive back to the main lobby like two times because uh, basically the door wouldn't respond to the key. And the first time I tried to do it, I heard the TV on inside. So I thought there was somebody inside. And I'm in like kind of like 
It's like this isn't the best neighborhood for uh, like like it's an inn. There's a bunch of trucks parked outside. Like I'm sure like there's just people like there for like a night who like don't feel safe or whatever. So I heard the TV on. I didn't want to like jingle or like jiggle the door handle or like jiggle the key card. So I sort of, I did it once and it wasn't responding and I hear inside and I'm like, I swear to God, if I fucking keep trying to do this, I'm probably going to get shot and I don't want to get shot on some dumb shit. Let me just go back and be like, yeah, this key doesn't work. And I told her and she's like, no, we leave the key. Uh, like we leave the TV on on purpose so that the, this is what she said. She said, so the service, uh, cause if we don't, the service doesn't go in. Wouldn't the TV on mean someone's in there and then room service wouldn't go in there. I don't know, like, like the housekeeping or whatever. What, uh, I didn't, I, I, that didn't make sense to me. So whatever she goes, I reset the keys, go back and try it again. Doesn't work. The, the, the battery in the actual door lock for the hotel or the inn or whatever is just dead. So it's not going to respond no matter how many times I put the key in or whatever, the card key in. And it was, it literally took like an hour. I wasn't in bed till like 4am and, um, I mean, thank God we were like only an hour away because I, I got to just sleep till like 11, 12. It was nice. But, um, yeah, they, they ended up like upgrading our room and then we had to drive to another part of the inn. And, um, this was like, as soon as we pull up, there's like three people smoking weed outside. So I'm like, yeah, all right, this isn't that bad. Like I go, I get all our stuff inside and then I go smoke outside. It was nice it was nice it was cool but um yeah anyway uh so finishers all right we pull up shout out dylan shout out xavier shout out evan shout out my girl again uh when we went over there uh we kind of all just showed up at the same time it was funny so i don't know if uh quentin was being uh passive aggressive with this but i don't know my girl sort of like picked up on this and i sort of picked up on this but it was just like it's a funny exchange you know like no it will. It's just the funny, like it's fun, especially like to talk about on a podcast. So I pull up and then, uh, uh, I'm like, uh, Oh, Hey, what's up? What am I going? Could I see the order of the fights? Like Quinn's being really nice. Everyone at 10th planet is always really fucking nice to me. Like I, I love that association. I love Zach. He always takes care of me, you know? Um, but, uh, so Quinn goes, uh, Oh, you guys aren't up you guys aren't up to like real late. So you could just like hang out for a couple hours. I'm like, all right, cool. And then, uh, one of the other guys is like, unless it was like, unless it's like that other finishers where we got done in like two hours, everybody was just getting submitted one after the other. And then, uh, I was like, Oh, that's crazy. That would rock. I'm like, uh, I'm going to try to bring that energy to this event. And then as I'm walking away, uh, Quinn goes, yeah, you could just let battle submit you in under a minute. And then we could all go home. And I go, what? I go, no, no, the other way around. Not like that. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? I thought we were cool. Was it because I did a little Z-lock to you? Was that why you said that? Was that why you were trying to get in my head? Or was it just, it was just an innocent, like, what was it? What was it, dude? Because I clocked that and that was a little weird to me. It did make me laugh, though. I do appreciate I fuck with people who like are like they're about their boys. And I'm guessing battle is his boy way more so than I'm his boy. So 
for him to like say that and try to get in my head or whatever the fuck. Maybe he didn't mean it, but if he did mean it, let's assume he did for the sake of the podcast. Let's assume he meant that and he was trying to get in my head and he was trying to be like, yeah, battle's going to fuck you up. I fuck with that. That's awesome. Good job. Like I had to repel that energy actively. Like I felt it coming. I'm like, no, 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 no. Battle's not doing that to me. I'm going to do that to him. And that was funny. And that was funny. I just, that just makes me like you more, Quinn. And, uh, yeah, so, um, so whatever. I arrive. Xavier's there. And, uh, we get there. I do like, you know, preliminary dump. You know, you know, you're nervous for a competition. Dude, I feel like I haven't been in my body in the past few competitions. Like this one was pretty good. This one I felt like pretty present. I just had like such a bat. I have such a horrible wrist injury right now. Like this wrist, like if you're watching the video pod, like this wrist is fuck, dude. I can't post on it. I could sort of grab things now when my knuckles are in front of my wrist. But if my knuckles go and like my wrist bends back and my knuckles go like a little bit towards be like going behind my wrist, it's fucked. Like I, I, it, it, it was ridiculous. I, the first day it happened, it happened about four days out from finishers. Um, one of my boys, uh, one of my coworkers actually over there at Royals, his name's Paolo. He's a great black belt. Um, we were getting like, uh, these were like first to score rounds or some shit. I don't know. But, um, he hip switched and I was posting on his hip and my elbow gets caught and my wrist gets caught. And dude, my wrist made the most, the most horrible crunching noise. I was like, ah, fuck. And then I just like let adrenaline take over. And I was like, I know my wrist is fucked. And I I finished the rest of the class, but holy shit. After that, I couldn't grab anything for the next like two days. My strength was slowly returning, but I still couldn't grab anything. It was horrible. Think about like how many times you join your hands, like a shoulder crunch, a body lock, a fucking single leg. Like there's so much where you're just pulling with your hand and you need your wrist. Like, I think, I think an ankle's less annoying than the wrist, but holy shit. So, um, on the third day, uh, I was like, it was like a Friday or something. Yeah. I was like, damn, I got to decide if I'm going to compete or not. Cause my wrist is really fucked up. And what I found was, uh, passing seemed really easy. So like, like easier than fucking playing guard. Cause playing guard a lot of the times, like, I feel like I post on my right hand a lot. Like I'll post, I'll, I'll, I'll like try to reposition myself. I use, I use a lot of frames from bottom and, and my right hand is very active. So, um, I didn't want to be on bottom. Uh, I just wanted to make that an aside that, oh yeah, my wrist was fucked up. Uh, 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 so, um, before the match, uh, damn, I might have to cut this part out. I completely had a brain fart. I'm driving. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I had a brain fart. I'm fucking driving right now. Do you want me to die? I'm switching lanes. I, I'm fucking using the turn signal. Oh, sorry. Assholes. Okay. I had a brain fart. Sue me. I was talking about preliminary dumps before competing and being nervous. Oh, yeah, that's why I was so nervous. I was nervous because my fucking hand, my hand was hurt. I got a hip switched on. Holy shit. That was horrible. And then I was going to pull out. And then I said, no, let me not. Zach's paying me to do this. Let's go. I do not want to miss this opportunity. Zach is paying me actual money to do this. I'm not competing for free. Let's go. 
So I go and uh, 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 I, I remember I needed to like calm down. I didn't want to be in like that environment. So me and my girl go outside and we sort of like go in the grass and try to ground ourselves. <laughs> We're just laying in the grass, drinking coffee for like 30 minutes. And then we go back around to the front and we see Dylan and Evan and Xavier over there in the parking lot. So we go chill with them. And first thing that happens is I, I go and Dylan's like, yo, check this out. And Evan's sleeping like it looks like as if somebody he like paid somebody to tuck him in. He had he literally had the blanket like as tight over somebody as possible. Like there was no way humanly possible he could have tucked himself in like that. He looked like a bug in a cocoon with <laughs> he had a sleeping mask on. Like, how do you? How are you this comfortable in the grass? Like, you don't care that there's, like, ants everywhere? <laughs> are you not itchy? But he's there, and then <laughs> Dylan's like, yo, check this out. And then, like, Evan hears him coming, and he's like, oh, not again. And then, like, he puts his arm up and his leg up to try to, like, block an incoming. He doesn't know what's happening. And then Dylan just ends up boloing him, just doing a, a front roll bolo <laughs> and taking his back. And Evan's like, oh, no. <laughs> Those were the vibes I needed before I competed. So I was just laying in the grass. I told my girl, my girl's like, is there anything I could do for you? And I'm like, try to give me like, or, or she asked me if she could give me like energy. And uh, I'm like, yeah, sure. She's like, what kind of energy do you want? And I was thinking of uh, One Piece. And uh, there's a big theme in it where the main character has uh, something called conquer hockey. And hockey, I guess, is just interchangeable with energy. So I was like, I want conquer energy. And then she's like, okay, good choice. <laughs> and she's just laying her head on my stomach for like five minutes straight. Just envisioning conquer energy going into me. And I'm not going to lie. I had my eyes closed and I, and I saw like, I saw like, like my eye, it was like really dark when I had my eyes closed. And then it, you know how, like, if you're looking at a light source, like even though your eyes are closed, it's really light. That's what it felt like happened. But I was like looking at the same spot the whole time. And I'm like, oh, that rocks. Maybe it's working. <laughs> Maybe my girl is getting in my head with all this crystal and like energy shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, we go. Uh, I do a warm up with Xavier, which rocked. And then shout out Xavier. He uh, he ended up competing and he did the exact same moves that I did. I feel like like we both like passed to like north south and tried to do like stacks and stuff. It just felt like we were going for the same shit. It was awesome. I'm really proud of Xavier for doing that. He ended up manhandling his uh, his opponent. Um, I really like their coach though. The I think it's from, he's from the vault. Um, his name's Julian, uh, Julian Banner. I actually trained with him when I was like a blue belt in Albany. So there's some fucking grappling lore for you. When I was up in Albany, I would visit their Henzo, uh, the Henzo affiliate over there under Bruno Tostis, Tosties, and um, he was like their main coach, and I really like Julian. He rocks. He's always so nice to me. I got, I got. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to you, bro. Um, but uh, we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, after his win against that guy from uh, the vault, uh, they stuck around for my match, and. Um, it was funny because I'm in the back. I'm just like pacing. There's a child doing cartwheels in the back. That kid actually ended up following me. I I, I didn't follow him back because he's he seemed like he's 11 years old, but uh, he's just sprinting back and forth on the mats while I'm pacing. So 
you just got two fucking like I'm the I'm weird like he's he's energetic I'm just weird you know because and we're both the same level of energy I'm getting myself hyped for the match they end up calling me like Evan bursts in and he's like they've been calling you bro and I'm like oh shit for real and uh I go and it's like it was like a very art of war the book of seven rings moment you know how you're supposed to like leave your opponent like if you have a duel at 12 you show up at like eight and just frustrate the shit out of them and just try to get into their head that very much felt like what i was doing there and i didn't mean to do it on purpose but that's like a lot of my life like I'll do things that give me an advantage that I don't realize. And maybe that didn't give me an advantage, but mentally it did for me because when I showed up, I'm like, oh, I'm late. And I'm like, they got to wait for me anyway. I'm the main event. And I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I'm fine. Nobody's going to like skip me or whatever right now. Like I'm the last one. So I go, I show up and then, uh, you know, I shake all my boys' hands. And uh, I, I, you know what? I felt really in the moment. And uh, I had done a full round with Dylan beforehand and I felt really good. I was like able to like join my hands and do some light wrestling and stuff. And I was like, okay, like the plan was to put enough pressure on him standing up that he would um, pull guard. And from what I remember, that's what happened where he just kind of immediately pulled guard. And um, I remember uh, just like pushing on his ankles and feeling like okay the stability in my hand and then i'm like all right i think i could do this and uh trying to do passing to my right side that was the main plan is to just pass on whenever there's a guard player and if they're not like a lefty even if they are a lefty like everyone sort of passes to like the if you're passing you're passing to the, the guard player's right side which is your left side you're going right leg first a lot of the time right so you should just try going to the other side as a beginning like in the beginning why not like because what does it cost you i mean you might find a huge hole in their game off the bat you know it's not it's like um it's like testing the waters in like a safe way and then like if there is weakness there you could just repeatedly abuse it it's like such an easy uh hole to find in someone's game all you have to do is keep circling to one direction and see how they try to keep up with you because it's definitely not the same on the other side like you're just more dexterous on the other side you're better able to keep them square to you on the other side it's like moving weird is different on that side even me i bet like if somebody just spams left side passing i'm like hey, what the fuck is going on actually i i like to do our guard on the other leg so that's like my saving grace but um so uh i remember I remember almost passing the first time and then I got rolled over on the silliest. I put like my head between his legs as I was passing. Like I was way too head forward. But the thing was that my right hand was so fucked. I couldn't really post. I was trying to post on my elbow and like wrap his hip up and like get get my hand under his hips to control him. But uh, it left my head like I think because his torso is so long or he's so long that when I tried to do that, it sort of left me overextended. And, uh, I should have just like posted and like brought my weight back. But, uh, but yeah, like my hand was fucking ruined. I wasn't going to post for shit. So he, uh, he ends up rolling me over and I'm playing guard and then I'm on my right hip. He's using his left arm to grab around like under my armpit, like getting, getting an underhook. Right. And 
I mean, I could, yo, dude, I'm such an idiot for this. Like, I just used an elbow frame on his uh, neck, and he's so long, he could still keep the attachment on my bottom hip and scoot around me. So that's exactly what he did. He, like, scoot around me and got, like, a crab ride and then took my back, like, immediately. Like, I tried to uh, go to Turtle, and he had, I think, just one hook in, and he just shot his other leg in, and I'm like, oh, fuck. There's so much, like, I would have been able to better block that hook if I was confident that my wrist was... um more intact and i and i really hope that i don't sound like somebody who's like making excuses or whatever like these are good fucking attacks he did to me but um those are the things i usually do in training that i couldn't really usually do in um competition and uh i was forced to play a lot of uh like my a game back defense instead of the new stuff i've been working which is like preemptive back defense like in turtle and stuff like that um yeah, so I don't want to sound like I'm like discrediting uh, Battle because he was a really great opponent and he did take my back for like four or five minutes, dude. So he takes my back, he throws a body triangle on me and I'm just, if this was a five minute round, if this was an ADCC six minute round, I would have been so fucked. Like that would have been it for me because um, he just held my back and uh, I was fighting for my fucking life for a while there. He got his arm around my neck like two times, I think, but um, I was able to hand fight and... The way that my hands were pulling, I was able to hand fight because my knuckles weren't getting bent back, really. I was I was able to keep my knuckles in front of my wrist and uh, I, like just keep my knuckles up so I don't have to uh, hurt my wrist. And I was able to effectively hand fight a lot. And I eventually got to misalign my hips. But it's funny. I listened back to the um, commentary and it's Renee and Thor. And uh, in the beginning, it's like, uh, yeah, John Battle is like a really good competitor. He's an OG. He uh, put away Keith with a knee bar at like finishers two. And all these like John Battle accolades, like, oh, he's done this. He's done that. John Battle makes people look like they don't know jujitsu or like they're just like dumbfounded sometimes. Like he's able to just do things in the blink of an eye. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And, you know, yes. Yeah. (laughs) He did all of that. But it was like literally like seven and a half minutes of them saying that. And then, I mean, shout out Renee. He was like, I- I'm I'm in back control, right? He's like, uh, and, and I, I mean, to their credit, they're like, yeah, like Fabian's uh, been on a lot of finishers uh, events and like uh, he's won a couple opens. And then um, Renee goes, I've seen Fabian. I-, I saw him have that like 50 minute match with Tackett and the whole time Tackett's passing his leg lock attempts and then taking his back. And then meanwhile, Fabian is just like defending uh, back attacks the entire time. He's like, I would have given up. He never gave up, but I would have given up. And it was a cool preface to what was going on in the match because I literally never gave up when battle was attacking my neck. Like I was just constantly in squirm mode. And I was just constantly addressing the hands to my neck and then trying to misalign my hips. Once I address the choking arm, I can abandon one arm from the choking arm and start using it to grab the legs. And like, it was really good. Like, but he would, the, the thing was whenever I would reach down for the leg, he would go for like a choke. So I had to hold his choking arm long enough. So he couldn't go for an effective choke. And that was so difficult, but I ended up doing it. I ended up getting out and then like i just go right back to the same cheese step fucking just literally walking around in a circle until i make enough of an angle to like drop down to my knees and start passing 
<laughs> I was just doing the same thing. I'm like, it almost worked before. I'm going to do it again. And uh, I tried circling, and he threw his leg over, so I was able to get a cross scoop. And then do a back step over his guard. And then once I did that, he went to turtle and I ended up taking his back with like classic turtle tipping technique. It was sick. And then once I threw on the body triangle, I just felt him getting so tired because as we're in the body triangle, he's just like squeezing me, trying to really squeeze me with my legs. But I had my hips like a little misaligned and I'm so square. I'm built like a fucking box, like a fridge. Like it's hard to hold me in a body triangle. I'm so square. So, and I'm constantly squirming. So he wasn't really putting enough effective pressure to like break my ribs, but it was just really annoying. And uh, I could tell he's getting tired because he's only pressuring for like five seconds at a time. It sort of like wanes out. It doesn't feel like it's on purpose. It's sort of like he's just squeezing as tight as he can, trying to make me tap. And then it doesn't work. And he's like, oh, fuck. And then he's like, I'll try it again. But, you know, much in the same way, a person only has enough br like big bridges in a match, I felt like he only had a couple of those and his legs are going to be tired. If we were to go into overtime, him holding me in back control would have probably been a bitch for him because uh, he was in that specific spot for so long. You know, it's it's not about even like being tired or not having the cardio. It's like you're in that specific spot the whole time. Like you can't hang on a bar for two minutes. You can't hold somebody's back for like seven minutes and then still be good for like overtimes. Like you're going to be tired. So. <laughs> I think he was a little tired once I busted out. I took his back and I ended up choking him. Like, it was cool. It was like within like 30 seconds of getting out of his back control, I was able to reverse my fortunes. It was sick. And it was cool. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Like, as soon as I did it, I was like, no way. That was insane. I've wanted a match with him for a very long time. Here's a funny story. So a while ago, I don't know if, I keep telling the story, but it's so good. I have to tell it again. So a while ago, John Battle was doing, uh, he was doing uh, refereeing for uh, Jason Rao. And Jason Rao was going against uh, Marcel Goncalves. And Marcel Goncalves is like a child predator or rapist or whatever. He had to flee to Brazil so that um, the FBI or whatever wouldn't get him. But uh, Jason ended up losing on ride time to him. And uh, the reason he lost on ride time, well, is from what I'm hearing, from what I remember, from what the lore was, was that battle was like not paying attention. So they ended up getting a tie on the um, the the three overtimes and then they had to do one more overtime and uh, they ended up getting a tie. And uh, it was because battle was like not paying attention and sort of let the timer go on for like uh, like one or two seconds too long. And then he was like, oh, oh, time, time, time. When like Jay was already out or Mar uh, yeah. <laughs> and since then we've had to, we had to get him back, brother. Since then, Sarah BJJ and Vanguard, we've had, uh, uh, <laughs> we had a gripe against him. I had to get that one back, brother. Now we're cool. Now we're straight, brother. We're cool, man. But that's so funny. That's such like deep grappling lore. That was like six years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, finishers was great. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, Zach, for fucking paying me to do that. That was sick. But I got to stop having like these uh, like call it ambulance, but not for me like matches. Like I'm tired of 
being on the receiving end of some shit and then having to counter it. I don't want to do that. I want to give, I want to give the ass beating in the, in the beginning. I don't want to have matches like this where people are worried about me and then I eke it out at the end. That's not it. I want to be somebody who just fucking dominates. Like, yeah, that was cool and all like, Oh, cool. Dramatic. But like, I don't want to fucking go through that every match. Like where are my matches where I'm just killing the person? How do I, I need to change this shit up, man? Well, I'm going to jujitsu now. Hopefully this helps. Hopefully this, this inspires me. I, it was nice to like, uh, catalog this moment. Uh, I think this was significant. I'm on a little bit of a roll. I have to keep this up and, um, make sure that, uh, I'm consistent with my training and everything, because I think I'm coming to a point where I'm leveling up my jujitsu and it feels really good to be in this moment. And, uh, side by side with all my teammates all my boys and uh yeah can't wait for what's next uh gonna do my competition schedule soon maybe i could run into some of you fourth stringers out there all right done done